So many controversial subjects we're talking about today on Black Hollywood Live this week, including the Orlando shooting and more. Stay tuned. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live this week. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Black Hollywood Live this week. <laughs> hey, it's another long, long week. Long week. That is concluding week. with yeah. a lot of topics. I mean, we got Child Attack by a Gator we're talking about, VH1 Hip Hop Awards, the Tony's Diverse Winners, uh, the Khalif, Lo- Khalif Law, mm-hmm. uh, Orlando shooting, and Democrats are pushing for more gun legislation. All, All that and more. A lot. a lot of stuff. A but first up, I want to introduce my co-host for the day. Wait, but who are you? Oh, I'm Daryl Kristen. That's who you are, baby. That's who I am. That's right. I forgot myself. You forgot mm. yourself. How'd I do that? You never forget yourself. You're right. You should never forget you yourself. You start with yourself never. first. You start with yourself first. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're right. I'm Daryl Kristen. Welcome to Black Hollywood Lives this week. My co-hosts today are the beautiful Courtney Stewart. What's up, y'all? The equally handsome Tony Moore. That's me. He is subbing today for... Yes. Jesse Janity and Rachel True, but yes. he will be a great addition. Oh, I had to sub for two people? You yes. got to sub for two, so you it's no pressure. Listen, that's a lot. That's why we two gave you extra lot. room on the side. Yes. And two of the outspoken two people the, on this panel as well. Two favorites, man. You the favorites. Oh, goodness. No pressure. Oh, goodness. No There's no pressure at all. Listen, y'all, y'all get what you get. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can give. I, th- I think you're gonna give a lot. I feel confident. Yeah, you know, I'll be all right. We'll see how this goes. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you can give me a report card later. Yeah, I'll give you a little grade later. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we got some great topics as I mentioned today, yes. and a yes. lot to cover as well. So we're gonna start off with you taking over Jesse Jandy's trending topics, Tony yes. Moore. Okay. What you got for what us? First off, let's talk about this poor two-year-old that got oh, attacked no. and killed by the alligator in Orlando. First of all, blessings to Orlando because they the, the, going through rough it week. this week. Okay. Rough week. The rough devil week. is working in Orlando, and yes. we are not yes. trying to have it. I feel it. So, um, so what do you guys think about this? Because the two, they were the family was vacationing at a Disney resort, which mm-hmm. is supposed to be the happiest place on earth, mm-hmm. and they are having a good time. And all of a sudden, the child is you know just standing in the pool because they're not swimming because they're not supposed to swim. That's what mm-hmm. the sign said. Right. And all of a sudden, the alligator come up and just snatch him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honey, honey, what are our honey, thoughts on, on this? My, I, It's funny because everybody immediately like is online like, oh my God, and saying this and that and the other and like judging the parents and whatever. And I work really hard not to judge parents because mm-hmm. it is a very challenging job. Yes. However, I do tend to want to judge people that either don't read or do dumb shit. This was the dumbest thing I had ever heard. I don't care. And it's, it's funny because there was somebody on uh, CNN talking about a similar thing almost happening to his kid a couple years ago, mm-hmm. I think at the same resort. And he was very upset about how the signs were and that the signs should actually say alligator danger and all of this stuff. Okay, fine, great, add the signs. I'm not saying don't add the signs. But anybody with any millimeter of sense knows that alligators are all over Florida. It is a well-known fact that they will hang out. They are in the pools. They will come to your front doorstep. They be crossing the freeway. The (laughs) alligators are all over. And when I heard the details... I love you said they be. They they (laughs) be. They be. You were real ethnic in that way. They be. I'm like, it's Florida, y'all. Why are you playing? <laughs> so, but my the thing that was disturbing is that the kid was wading in the water. He was only like ankle deep or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But it was nine o'clock. 
o'clock at night. Yeah, so it's dark. It's a body of water that you know you're not supposed to be into. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't, and I'm devastated for them because yeah, I can't imagine too. they're saying can, the dad like tried to wrestle him out of the, the his mouth, yeah. and I just I can't imagine what they're going through. But at the same time, I want to slap them because yeah. that did not have to happen, no. not even a little bit. This is see at nine o'clock at night. You need to be preparing for bed. Thank you. Right. Why was he you, out? Uh, yeah, right. even That's though you're on too. vacation, right. you know you need to be. He should have been in the bath. Mm-hmm. Putting his pajamas on. At least that's what my mom used to do when yes. I was around. That. Now I don't remember to, but I just you know. It's been a while. It's, it's, been, it's been a minute. It ain't been that long. <laughs> you know. You know. It's but been a little while. But you know, it just it's it's just sad that this had to happen to this family yeah. on vacation and. I know that we can sit here and say, but you should have done this, that, and the other. Um, Disney has said that, like, this is the the thing that is, it hasn't happened. Yeah, um, yeah it's, 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 it's actually it only happened. been 23, 23 fatalities caused by Gator since 1940. Yeah. And that's just, period. like, across the board. That's just across yeah, the board. because they're not yeah. necessarily they're, not, aggressive, yeah, right. usually. But, again, the, the situation is what made it so frustrating because yeah. it's nighttime. He is a small child, yes. like a small animal. Right. That's yes. what they eat. Yeah. Like and you have to use your common sense. A people. little common sense. A little yes. common sense. I mean, I feel terrible for this family though. I mean they're from Nebraska, I believe they yeah. said. It's a it was a family of three kids. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that they said that the kid was you know, at first they were hopeful yeah. because the, they, the alligator took they it under. They were hopeful for a long, a long time because the kid wasn't found. It happened on Tuesday yeah. night. The kid wasn't found till Wednesday, right? Yeah, Wednesday something like morning. that. Whatever it was, but the next morning before they found him, they were still like calling it a search and rescue. Search and rescue, yeah. yeah. Because they were hoping and believing that it was the kid would be found. Alive. I was like, y'all. Well, but then, well, but think... there was conflicting reports because then I saw that the police also said that once the the child was submerged under the water for a certain amount of time that they were like it's not going to be a rescue yeah. right. so then at what point did they re- you know when they don't see the kid after 15 minutes you know what I'm saying but I think what I what I had read and saw was that they were hoping that this is a big hope <laughs> that you know alligators don't chew yeah. They just kind of swallow. They try to break or yeah. yeah. So they, I think they were just hoping that maybe the kid was just sitting up in the belly. Like, is somebody gonna come get me? Aww. Like, oh. maybe I don't know. Yeah, but, but wouldn't it suffocate? I, listen, I ain't been an alligator, so this, I don't know. This sounds sound like some Sharknado nest where they thought they could like just chop just the chop the it over and, and the kid was gonna out. pop up, be like surprise. Yeah, and all the reports seen. kept saying too that they were happy that the body was intact. Which I, I, I mean, yeah, yeah I, I agree. Mean, you know, I would, I would hate it's tragedy regardless, but to know that your two year old child had been mauled. But yeah. they still just, ain't found that alligator. Well, no. Well, they, no, no. They think they, think they, they might have found it. They, they, they got to do DNA testing right. and all that kind of stuff on the alligator. Mm. Yeah. They um, said there were five alligators that they found on the premise that mm-hmm. they feel that one of them will probably be the alligator. FYI, guys, if you're hanging out in Florida, if you're at a Disney resort, there might be alligators. No, FYI, pay attention to your children. <laughs> right. Because yes. because we already had the kid with the gorilla. Right. Yeah. Which I still don't understand how the kid got down with the gorilla. See, I, st- I still cannot fault the gorilla mom still. I mean, because here's the thing. I have a lot of little cousins. I see my their parents. Kids, you know, you can they get distracted get very easily with yeah. a little, and she little had kid. Three other kids and she had three other her. kids. You could have turned for one second to look at one kid and that one veered to the, you know, to the entrance. Now, this particular thing with the alligator. I just I don't have the same feeling because I kind of feel like the parents were dumb because of the fact that you're not supposed to have a kid out in, that late, in, you know, just in, in the, the water. water. And my mind would honestly be thinking, 
okay, it could be alligators around here. It's dark. Right. I can't see. I'm by water. There's no way I would have my Even kid Even if it ain't lake. alligators, I'd be thinking it was something. Lizard, something a, snake, snake, yeah. a, a snake. A snake. I anything. would definitely immediately think snake. Absolutely. Like, really, like I don't know. Whatever. I'm sorry for that I'm sorry family for the loss. and I'm those sorry kids. For how will you ever go on vacation again after that? Like, Still, at the same time, please watch your children. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and if you have kids, and if you in that situation where you got like a bundle of kids and you mm-hmm. trying to watch everybody, give everybody the same talk my mama used to give me, teeth grinding and everything. Don't touch nothing. Don't, don't say, say nothing. nothing. Don't, don't do, do nothing. nothing. Right. And that will set you straight before on, you go anywhere. And if they runners put them on a leash, I'll just put them on a leash. That's all of them. Yeah, I, I'm, listen, I'm down with the leash. Yeah, you know, we had I this conversation too. a couple weeks ago. I'm definitely down with the I leash. I never understood See, it. No problem with it. I thought it was a little weird it when is, I first saw it. It looks but, weird, but, but it works. now, but yeah, it it's works for that little method. kid that's like, nin, nin, nin. you like, yes. Right. Right. Are, snatch them up. There yeah. are definitely Not those kids that are curious and exploring and do stuff they ain't supposed to. Exactly. And then they also said that that area had been, they policed that area for alligators to try and remove, you know, a certain amount, I believe, you know, periodically. It sounds like a whole lot of warnings. There's a whole lot of warnings. There's a whole lot of warnings. And, I mean, Disney supposedly has done a pretty good job, and based on the statistics, of making sure, like, trying to keep the alligators at bay and making sure people come out to get the alligators and that kind of thing. But the fact still remains, they exist. It is their indigenous town that they live in, and we just moved in, y'all. Right, yeah. They feel the need to walk the streets and come up to your house. walk the street, knock on the door, they find them in the pool, like... Well, the best quote I saw was one of the policemen said... Uh, you know, well, alligators, like you were kind of saying this, Tony, I believe earlier, but they normally don't, you know, attack humans. Mm-hmm. They usually think it's a raccoon or a a, a dog. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, like, if that if it's in his mouth, does it know? Is it going to spit it out? You know what I mean? It's still going to swallow. No, maybe that's why it wasn't tagged. Maybe. Maybe, like, you don't taste. That's deep. so wrong. Maybe. That is real wrong. That we shouldn't is, talk that about that. That's we shouldn't sad. talk about that. That is sad. I mean, I feel it's for the family. Too soon, too I feel soon, for the family. It is too soon. Well, no, well, Joan Rivers said it is never too soon. To laugh. All right, well, send that hate mail to Tony. Don't send it <laughs> Well, I wish them the very, very best. Yes, we yes. wish to be sending thoughts and condolences out to that family. Don't feed the alligators. Don't hang don't. out with the alligators. They no. will eat you. They yeah. will eat you and, and your children. Watch your kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, on a on a happier note, uh, the VH1 Hip Hop Honors is back. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's been on hiatus for six years now. Oh. From what I read, because you know oh, I did my research, years. yeah, since after all? a six-year hiatus, oh, so okay. I'm assuming it's been six years since they it's happened. Okay. okay, yeah, yeah, research. I like that. You know okay. your facts. Who are they honoring this year? Well, they I are, saw a lot of people. Yeah, uh, they just added Little Kim. Shout out to Lil' Kim. Um, the Queen Bee. Queen Bee. Yeah. I don't know which Lil' Kim you're going to get, but the there's one that's going to be there. Well, there. we may get the sweetest Little Kim, apparently, from that last Instagram picture. Stop it. She didn't look that Swedish on tour. Oh, okay. That's true. <laughs> it must have been a filter. Yeah. It could have been a filter. It could have been a little filter. It could have been some extra contouring yeah. for the moment. Or it could have been, a, um, you know, on Snapchat, you know, you do the face. Mm-hmm. It could have been that. It could have been that. Yeah, it could have been true. that. So, y'all want to see what Lil' Kim looked like. Tune in to uh, VH1 Hip Hop Honors. They're also um, honoring Queen Latifah, Missy Elliott, and Salt and Pepper. Hey. All right. It's going to be a like good it. show. Yes. Yeah, also, all hail the queens. So, And it's July 11th? July 11th uh, at 9 p.m. on VH1. Check I'll be watching. Out. I just want to see what Lil' Kim, I mean, Is what she looks, looks like. like. And I hope she performs. Because usually when they honor I hope them, they do they all perform? perform? Yeah, I want to at least see. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, UNITY by Queen Latifah, that's oh, classic. So Song oh, Pepper, yeah. they could do, I mean, they could do the whole show and with all their Missy hits. Coming I just want to push it. Great. Push it. Push it. That's that used to be my jam. Mm-hmm. 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 So you like that commercial that they did? 
Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Where they're <laughs> in the elevator and they're like, "Baby, baby, baby." Yes. Oh, can they but put In Vogue back together and then Salt and Pepper and Spin and In Vogue? Good luck with that, man? Don. You know, Don ain't gonna be hearing that. Good luck with that. Oh, damn. Well, see, that's the problem with female groups. It's like girls just can't get along with each other. <sighs> I can't even say nothing except you're right. True. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. breaks my heart every time. Yeah. But at least they got some strong women that they're honoring. Yeah, that's the great. One hip hop. I'll be That's watching. the truth. I'll yeah. be checking it out. You let me know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess you I won't guess be you watching. Ain't watching. No, I won't be watching. But no. um, but good luck to them though. <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna be honest. I'm just, you know I'm probably not gonna tune in. Probably okay. not. Um, but you know, but that's all right. You know, y'all let me know. Okay. You know how Keeping it is it, and stuff. Since we're being all honest, I'm probably gonna watch the clips on YouTube. See, mm, I'm, I'm gonna watch it. I, don't, you know, I like I like to be able to know what's going on. Not watching clips. Whole show. Whole show. I can give you all the clips yeah. and notes you need right yeah. now. So yeah. we got the we got the whole thing covered. Y'all make sure you tune in though. Yes. Y'all can tweet me and let me know how it is. Yes. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Tony Moore. Is that all you have today? <laughs> that is all I have for today because that's all this paper say. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the two things I was supposed to talk about. And now I can sit here and listen to what y'all want to talk about. Oh, yeah. Well, before we get into our next topics, I want to talk about FreshBooks. We're doing a cool promotion with them, and I don't know how familiar you are with FreshBooks. Courtney. I'm not. What is FreshBooks? Well, it is a easy accounting software that helps small business owners maneuver through all of the things that they have to do, all the responsibilities, such as creating invoices. Uh, it takes you step-by-step step of all those functions that you can do while having your own business. So it takes all the mundane admin work out of the process you can it, get easy done and get back to work it takes the pressure away it takes the pressure away that's good it's, it does i mean there's only a a fraction of what freshbooks can really do i mean there's so many different layers to it but the simple thing that people really like to do is the invoices and mm-hmm. I, I i actually use freshbooks so i like the process oh, because good, good. you know it's something that i'm kind of need to be organized so mm-hmm. this helps me to stay organized through my process mm-hmm. and keeping well, receipts and all that kind of keeping stuff. receipts and stuff well i actually heard that they have excellent customer service you actually get to talk to a person see i like that because a lot of places you can't talk to people <laughs> you anymore. cannot talk to people sometimes you can't even get like a, a fake person from somewhere else over online you have to like talk to somebody just on the computer and you don't actually ever get to be on the phone so i appreciate that greatly you're guaranteed to get help from an actual person and we have a free 30-day trial. Oh, I like free stuff. Yes. You just go to freshbooks.com forward slash geek and enter geek nerd tech. I'm going to check it out. You can check it out. I don't need to check it out. It's a free 30-day trial. I'll take that. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to the topics with Courtney Stewart. Yeah. We got some more topics, some more good news. The Tonys happened and they were. They are. They are happening right now. Oh. Yes, they are. You like that, All day, you? every day. All day, every day. Yeah, they uh, I just got what you were saying because your name is Tony. Because wow. people listening or wow. watching might not get it. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I think they, our, our listeners are pretty smart. Okay, like, I'm yes. just saying. Quit. Just in case they didn't remember you that your name was Tony. Slow. Okay, you, well. You can't forget you know, Tony. We and are, your name is not always memorable. Oh, 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 just playing. Oh, All right, just kidding. Shots fired. Okay, so anyhow, we are talking about the Tony Awards that were given out actually on Sunday. And they... You know, in light of everything that's going on in Orlando, too, like this was something beautiful to happen in yeah, our yeah. country for the day. Anyway, um, unlike the Oscars that were oh so white, the Tonys historically gave all of their uh, top four acting mu- uh, musical acting awards to folks of color, y'all. The brown folks won in all four categories. We had Leslie Odom Jr. take home the trophy for best lead actor in a musical. Mm -hmm. He's in Hamilton. We had Dobby Diggs and Renee Elise Goldsberry win for best featured actors, also 
in Hamilton. And then we had Miss Cynthia Erivo. I always say that wrong. Um, one for Best Lead Actress in a Musical for The Color Purple, which prompted mm-hmm. a beautiful standing ovation from Miss Oprah, who was mm-hmm. in the audience. And, of course, Hamilton, like, didn't quite break the record because the producers won 12 awards, but they won 11 out of their 16 nominations for the night. So Hamilton was the big winner of the night, regardless. Yeah. And well, we knew that. They had about 200 I mean, nominations. nominations. Everybody's mm-hmm. talking about Everybody's this. Talking yeah. about and it. they just I just saw today that the um, creator is leaving the show. And he is going to work on a movie, I believe. Good for him. And also another play that he has that he Make created. So, you know what? I'm not mad at him because cash he's getting checks. so much exposure. Mm-hmm. And it's great. Checks. You know, cash them checks. Cash them checks. While it's yeah. hot. And Hamilton yeah. will be, you know, touring and doing its thing for many years And he'll years just be sitting there collecting the checks. collecting the checks. But are we really surprised that, you know, at, obviously we've talked about the Oscars as well. But with the Tonys, are we really surprised that they're giving so much recognition to African-American and, and Latino talent because we sing, we dance. That's you know, that's that's easy. You know it's what I mean? It's not surprising at all, but it is still beautiful to see because it's not a big deal if we see like all four white people because we're used to that. Right. But when yeah. it's all four brown people, it's like what? What? Oh yeah. Okay. See, it is actually okay. That, yeah. And normal. There doesn't have to be anything weird about it. These right. are the four talented, amazing people that won, and they won. Oh, I'm yeah. happy for them all. It's time. Me I'm too. happy for them. One day I'd like to get some Hamilton tickets. Will you tickets, be watching? But that's never going to happen. I just got a call about Hamilton tickets because I went to. From who? I got it from. There's a place called the Pantages Theater in yeah. LA that I went to see. Um, um, oh, you're talking uh, about when it, the, uh, it Dina, comes here? In yeah, 2017. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, you know. Oh, okay. Was, Sorry. I'm not going to see any. Of you don't want to see that one. Okay, I got you. Right. No, I will when it comes here. But I would you like get to your see tickets it now. Yeah, yeah you better get now. I know. Yeah. That's I'm not worried about. Okay, so we're going to move on to another topic that um, is a story, sort of a story update for us because we actually talked about this story a little while ago. There was a young man by the name of Khalif Browder. He was mm-hmm. 16 years old in 2012 when he was accused of stealing a backpack and he was arrested and he was sent to Rikers to mm. away trial basically because his family could not afford to pay his bail. This poor child spent almost two years sitting in Rikers being beaten up by guards and criminals and God knows what else and apparently he was uh, in solitary confinement for a large portion of the time that he was there and uh, subject to starvation. When he got out he struggled with depression and eventually committed suicide in 2015. Mm. Of course the story got out and people I mean people have been trying to like fix Rikers for quite some time and do some things up there but uh, at the end of last year Mayor de Blasio had uh, basically uh, signed a he didn't sign it wasn't a law but he basically said that no teenager 16 or 17 year old would be sent to Rikers for awaiting any kind of trial so it was like a bill I guess that he would sign as mayor that to make that not the case and everybody was like okay that's great what when's the New York State Assembly really going to step up so apparently they have because the big issue in New York City especially is there's a lot of backlog. Right. There's lots of problems with the uh, Sixth Amendment right that we all have to a speedy trial. Mm-hmm. And so they have been trying to find an effective method by which to rectify that situation. So this week the New York State Assembly has put together a, an amendment to 
do some things which they still haven't mentioned in any actual article that I could find. So if you guys can find what exactly they are saying they're going to do to make the whole process to getting to trial is more expedient, please let me know because I couldn't find it. Um, but they still have to vote again on Monday, I guess, mm-hmm. the next yeah. level before it's actually like put into law. Um, but they are calling it Khalif's Law in honor of this poor child who was obviously tortured and destroyed yeah. by our amazing criminal justice system. So we'll keep an eye on it. Hopefully it passes to the next level, and hopefully it's actually effective. I don't know exactly what they're going to do other than maybe hire some additional... Um, I just wish people used common staff. sense. Yeah, I was thinking they would just hire additional team. What do you What do you mean, Tony? I just feel like you, this, this 16-year-old, it, it took this situation for them to look at something and say, oh, we shouldn't do it that we way. We shouldn't be right. sending children to Rikers yeah, Prison I mean, who haven't even been convicted, who haven't been convicted of, anything. of anything. Right, yeah. that's the biggest thing. And so it's, I mean, when, when it was happening, someone didn't think, oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. How did he get it? Wait, why is he? Yeah. And y'all y'all knew what was happening before the boy even went in right. there. Yeah. So yeah. why didn't it, it just... It, it. How was there a judge that sat through that? Because a, a judge okayed this. Yeah. Right? How did two lawyers on either side okay this and think it was fine and send this child to this? I just don't, well, I don't and, get and it. And here's the thing. we've the, the complaint has been for many years about taxpayers paying for money that the jails are you know overcrowded or... or across the nation and that they were implementing new plans to stop these more smaller crimes or, or things that yeah. aren't as like major major crimes because he was arrested for stealing a backpack a y'all. backpack that's what I'm saying it's a pet, it's a petty crime yeah. you know what I mean so it, it, we need to change this and it has to change soon you know it, it's it's ridiculous that and then this is the result of of the non-change you know what I mean so I, I, it just frustrates me to the maximum about you know all these Policies that they want want us to develop, or they say they're going to develop, and they want to make these changes, but we're still dealing with stupid stuff like this. Yeah, it's amazing how bureaucracy has so many layers and levels, and somehow we can't seem to just get it straight. And it sounds like we never, it's, it, you know, when we get one step closer, it, it never really gets broken through. It just no. takes so right. much time for one thing to change. One little thing. Yeah, it shouldn't take that long. That see, that's what happens when you got too many hands in the pot. Mm-hmm. Somebody just needs to say, you know what, we gonna do it like this. So Oh, done. Move on to the next thing. But that's not democracy, Tony. Y'all need to get that's it together. That's why we have legislature and assembly. And that is. For everybody to be slow? I mean, everything. I don't think for everybody to be slow, but the idea that we're all supposed to have representatives of our individual places in life that come together to make these decisions together, I mean, I think that they don't, I personally don't think that they work hard enough to make it happen efficiently, but I do think that the process, as it is defined, is what this country is made What's of. his family saying? Did you see? I tried to re- I didn't see, really I didn't see, see much, much about, about it. That, yeah. No. I mean, because they obviously were devastated and yeah. still were devastated. Because every quote that I found was after the suicide yeah. and everything. So I don't know that they've responded to this yet. So, yeah. yeah. Sad, All right. Well, sad, the sad. best to his family. You know, yeah. Us, uh, you know, prayers out to them because I know that that's hard that's to deal with. Terrible, terrible, yeah. terrible. But mm. there you go. All right. Is that all you have for us today, that's Courtney? Is that all that's on your paper? That's, that's all that's, that's on, all that's on your little notebook, your notepad little, over there? My little okay. iPad. That's all I got. That's yeah. it. Well, right. um, before I get over to my hot topics, I had the, uh, I'll say the honor, I guess, the this honor. week of going to NBC's uh, luncheon they have for their show, Spartan, the Ultimate Team Challenge. Look at you. And so fancy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know if you're into those course obstacle type I love of it. especially if it's strong man events well it is hosted by a strong man reason why i love like a 
like American Ninja Warrior and stuff like well, that because well, they're like and I used to love American Gladiators when I was a kid. So well, I mean, it's very similar to yeah. that except this one breaks it out in more teams. So there's okay. a, a team of four to five people. Oh, I hate um, teams. It's course challenges. Somebody they said always sucks and then they're fighting, but that's what makes it amazing. Well, well no, yeah, it's yeah, I mean TV. actually I kind of want to get together TV, a BHL yeah. group and go do it because here's the thing. Oh, they're um, like regular people doing they're, it. They're regular people doing it, and so the hosts are Dahani Jones, who's from former NFL player, Evan Dollard, who actually competed on American Ninja Warrior, mm-hmm. Carl Martino, and MJ Acosta. Um, there's great stories, like a lot of backstories um, mm-hmm. about the contestants, and you know, some are just some have tragedies that's happened in the family. Some have had some hardships with jobs, you know, and it's really about that team building portion of coming together as your group and seeing how you can survive in this type of obstacle course environment. Ooh. I think we would be hilarious. I think it would be fun. Because after we cuss each other out, I think it would be, <laughs> I was going to you know, say, that, are they real serious about it? Because I feel like we would be messy and crazy and they'd be I like, mean, uh, I think that there's all kinds. You know, they were telling I'm me at the luncheon. so I would be down. I'm sure. down because I'm competitive, but they were telling me at the luncheon that, you know, it's all kind of teams. I mean, there's teams that are more serious about it. There's teams that, I, I was asking and I was like, what are, what are some of the most craziest drama things that are happening? Mm-hmm. Like breakdowns. They said, stay tuned. There's tons of those. But mm-hmm. we have a little clip that we want to show you okay. of the show, which I'm really excited about. It airs on Monday nights at 10 p.m. on NBC, and it's called Spartan Ultimate Team Challenge. And here's a little clip preview of it. Stage three breast cancer. Her team's here to compete for family, while another to prove that age is just a number. I could be the grandfather of some of these athletes. But this Monday. Oh, no! Only the team that pulls together will be the last one standing. This is a team. This is a family. Unbelievable! New Spartan Ultimate Team Challenge this Monday after American Ninja Warrior on NBC. There you go. You so can't put me on that show. I was going to say. Why not? Why, why did you guys have a change of heart after watching the, the preview? The change of heart for me came when I saw that flat wall that you got to climb. Yeah, but see, that's the fun Everything part of the challenge. Good, it's a mental game. Wall, it's a mental ooh, game. Honey, I, I I, we could do it. Let's feel do feel it. Like, team BHL. I feel like the whole time, I'd be like, I'm not jumping in no mud. When we eating, where's craft services? I would I'm definitely hungry. be looking for snacks. Are you guys a real Hollywood? I would No, it's not real Hollywood. It's like, ooh, you want me to run up here? It's 10,000 degrees. Y'all want me to run up what? And it's outdoors. Yes. It is outdoors, which yes. is deep. I, I think they may have some other courses outside of just being outdoors, but it is. I'm not too outdoors. mad at the mud. I mean, I think that could be fun. I don't know about mud. Well, it's two hundred fifty thousand dollars that you can win as your team. Oh, How much? Two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Where we going? As okay, your team. Go. You know what? I'll do that. You know, I'll pack some stuff. I'll drink some water and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Sally May can finally get off That's my back. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I, see, I'm you should have led with that. You oh, so, led so, with yeah. so you yeah. clearly I know now. Lead with the cash. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth. You can go to NBC.com. Um, not only can you look at old episodes, it just premiered this last Monday, so you can go look at the first episode, but you can mm. also look online to find out how to become a team on the show. We about to apply. Yeah. We about to apply. Okay. Yeah, we got some I'm going to have mud just all slapped everywhere. I'm yes. going to say $250,000. $250,000. Wait, wall. how much get is that a piece? Let's see. Yeah. How many people on the team? Five? five? Well, the fifth is just the, I believe they're uh, like one of the sports captains, so it's really four. Four, um, people. Oh, four, four people that share the money. Share the money. Four. If it's five split, it would be fifty. Fifty thousand, right? I can take that. I mean, I'd be I can take that. Uncle money. Sam's gonna take about fifteen thousand of that. So you know, twenty. Maybe. Uncle Sam, Uncle Sam, Sam is and then such a dick. Stuff. Jeez. All right, well, <laughs> that's a different subject. All right, but check it out on NBC.com. All right. Um, all right, we're gonna move on to our EUR Web Story Spotlight of the Week. Oh, oh, web Story Spotlight of the Week. <laughs> 
week. <laughs> well, not such a happy subject no. that I'm going to be talking about right now. We just came off of a positive thing, which was L.A. Pride this past weekend yeah. in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. And um, unfortunately, the Sunday morning, uh, we the world received a lot of uh, tragic news about a gunman whose name is Omar Martin. Um, he went into a gay nightclub called Pulse Nightclub and shot and killed 49 people and injured 53 people. Uh, this has been, you know, a story that is all over the news this week. I mean, it, it's continuous updates. I was just seeing some updates yeah. today uh, before I left. Um, you know, they've been talking about motives. There's some people saying that he could have possibly been gay because he was on a gay site, but he was married. And they're questioning his wife now to see what she did and did not know. She says that she knew that he was going to get ammunition, and was, uh, but she had no idea that it was going to be for a mass killing like this. Um, it's it's a really crazy story as well because we have we're, we're in the environment right now where these things are starting to happen a lot. I mean, we can't mm-hmm. you know you got to be fearful of going to the movie theater. You have to be fearful of you know going to the mall wherever it may be. We just had the San Bernardino things that happened, um, Aurora, Colorado. That situation happened. Um, President Obama addressed everything today, which we'll get into a little bit later. But you know this story is 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 at the heightened of Obama's gun control issue that he's been trying to really get out there and really push because something has to change. I mean, it, it we're we're in a place now where you can't even go out without looking over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. You know, so this is what we do know a little bit about um, Omar, that it happened at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a three-hour standoff. Uh, he was killed um, in the process with the cops. He had texted his wife while during the shooting. Um, the youngest person killed was a young woman who was 18 years old who had just graduated from high school and was there mm-hmm. on, a, on a vacation. Um, you know, they looked into Omar Mateen's uh, like his computers and his cell phones, and he had ISIS videos, and um, it was a lot of things pertaining to ISIS and just uh, just his his portion of thinking about how he was going to plan out this this killing, and you know, it, it just it's ridiculous to me. What are you guys thinking about? You know, everything that the news is saying with this story, and and how we really can change what's going on. For me, I think it is a reminder to love and accept people, in my opinion. Because I feel like this, if if it is true about Omar that he was gay, um, it obviously was something that was looked down upon mm-hmm. in his family. It obviously was not accepted. Um, but if it were, it could have been something different. Yeah. And, you know, even along with, you know, set aside that tragedy, the tragedy of, of people who can't come to terms with that mm-hmm. and they do commit suicide and they and they kill themselves because of that. I think if this world um, learned to love and accept people for who they are, then a lot of this will stop. And I also think that people should not be allowed to buy assault rifles. Well, that's and guns. the biggest thing. Um, I, I I don't understand how, and he was being investigated by the FBI. He was on the uh, the FBI, no fly the, the no fly, no fly yeah. list. Yeah. Yeah. So um, terrorist, he was yeah. he was on there twice, list. and they said that the uh, the detective who was investigating or agent who was investigating felt like he wasn't a real cause of of anything yeah. crazy. But if you investigating somebody twice and you put them on a no fly list, obviously there's some there's some. Flag there's something, that says something, but 
the problem is he's still an American citizen. Right. He had not committed a crime. Right. So they had no, all they could do, they watched him for like 10 months, I they think did. they said. They yeah. followed him around 10 months, looked into it. They had no evidence that he was about to do anything or planning to do anything. The resources went somewhere else after mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. I think it's difficult to, <laughs> obviously it's difficult because we ain't figured it out, um, to to be like, oh, well, he was on this. I, I think the idea that he could get a gun, having been investigated for these reasons mm-hmm. by the FBI, is hugely problematic. Scary. Yeah. And it's also eerie. I don't know if you guys saw, but President Obama had just done a town hall he did. maybe a week before yeah. this happened. I think it was like June 2nd. Yeah. And someone was asking him a question about gun control and why is he for it and why would you think that that would be helpful? And he literally was brought up the idea that somebody on the terrorist watch list, he has no power as president to deny them the purchase right. of, of weapons. Yeah. So I think that's obviously an issue, something to be talked about. What I want to say, just one thing about it, like obviously there's politics all around this, whatever. The thing that was most appalling to me about this entire like coverage of the situation is how these there were 49 people lying dead on a floor mm-hmm. in Orlando in a nightclub. And the first reports people are jumping on were about, let's fight back and forth about politics. Politics, yeah. And it, and I it, and it Trump was, made that very ignorant statement, it, and well. he, I, which I won't even bring up. Yeah, like, I can't. Yeah, I don't even want to discuss it. But it literally, like, I literally was made. And don't get me wrong, I'm politics all day, all night. Let's figure this out. And I'm pissed off that we even are still talking about this at this point. But. The fact that those bodies were not even removed from the scene yet, and our first thought was all this other stuff instead of just straight compassion. And, and that's not to say that there weren't compassionate right. people, and that obviously when people lined up for giving blood, and there was beauty that came out of tragedy of humanity in this country. But at the same time, the broader picture to me, are, we should be disgusted that that's what our media was zoned in on. And I know they have to, and I know why they do it. But it just grossed me out. And yeah. the fact that Trump said what he said grossed me out, too. And yeah. I just all, I hated all of it. But um, <laughs> I know everybody want to fight about the Second Amendment. Well, that's the big issue here. And I, mean, I just... That's, that's where we keep going back and forth with this. And I, and I can, like, I can debate with the best of them, y'all. I can see both sides of it. But at the same time, we are living in a different age. And we have to can't keep doing the same thing and expect a different result. Right. So it would be nice. I mean, home dude uh, in the Senate or whatever that filibustered for 15 hours, and now they're taking a vote on Monday Again, about yeah. two bills. Um, I forget. It just escaped me which two they were. I think it's one to, uh, for the terrorist watch list, for, and there's one, one for, for extensive to extend yeah. background checks or something. Yeah. Um, but everybody's basically reporting that they're probably going to fail yeah. um, based on having it. And I just can't, like... Because if you're telling me, and maybe the polls are wrong, but polls supposedly over the news are saying that approximately 80% of Americans believe we need to do something about gun control. Mm -hmm. Okay, if that's the case, then the representatives, that would be 80% of our representatives voting in favor of that. Why are they not doing that? Everybody's saying it's the NRA and the power and the money that they have. Maybe we need to do something about the NRA. Well, they're saying that it's estimated 100 million people own guns in the United States. I'm totally cool with that. Own your gun. Why do you need to buy an assault rifle? And well, here's another thing. So the the, the rifle, in my house. the like, rifle. I know. Oh, I I grew up with guns in my house. I, you just knew not to touch those guns. Not I. Oh, we you had, we had no guns in our house. Do you? Are you against that? Guns in the home? Yeah. Um. I'm not against it if you feel like you need to pr- protect yourself. People are crazy. I. Um. Yeah. Uh. But I just. 
I, I, an assault rifle and, and just be be safe and be careful and, and use proper judgment when it comes to that. I, see, nobody me, does. Like, I, for me, I can't... Guns scare me because of all of the things that I've seen in the news with, with people and guns and people accidentally shooting themselves wow. and kids doing that Dumb. and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. personally, it scares me. Um, I'm old-fashioned. I just make sure everything in my house is locked mm-hmm. and all that. But um, but for those who feel like they can do it, that's fine. Just be responsible with it. Yeah. And there there does need to be some sort of law that controls who can get one. Yeah. And what they can well, get. Take well, a Obama's test to pushing a for like, you know has been pushing for that background check, and you have to wait a certain amount of time before you're able to purchase a gun, and that that is what's being fought. You know that that part is the biggest thing. I mean, the gun that he used, uh, Omar uh, Mateen, is an MCX rifle. That's a version of an AR-15, which I don't really know guns that well, but I saw the images. But AR-15 was used by uh, is used by millions for hunting and shooting competitions. So that's why they're thinking you know that's why they're saying too the you know mid-america they they want they're fighting this too because they're like i, I want to be able to shoot and, and kill game and, and do those things so but there's also debate about that too because a lot of hunters do not use an ar-15 for hunting like because yeah. it like riddles your like you're not hunting with right. that you're you're, you're, you're killing destroying yeah, you're destroying and just yeah shooting shredding out. yeah basically. it's shredding exactly yeah. shredding. and then the ar-15 cells were blocked in 1994 um but congress refused to continue to make that last for another yeah, 10, 10 years, years. yeah so you know, it's 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 back and forth. I mean, I also saw this in 2015. The Pew Research Center reported that a large percentage of both the Democrats and Republicans were favoring that you um, have to complete a full background check, but the conservatives feel that it takes away from people's gun rights, which is still goes back to that back and forth issue. I just hope that there's not another major tragedy. There will be. There will be. And but what, at this point, how many tragedies need to happen before? People need to realize we need to check this. It's only going to get worse. See, it goes back to what we were saying earlier about Mm -hmm. just people just having, like, after the first tragedy, why didn't someone say, we should really think about these gun laws? The other thing I thought was interesting, too, is that, because Obama, I think, wrote it up in his, um, in the town hall that he did, that they're, they've blocked allowing the CDC to study gun violence right. in this country. And I think, I'm like, we obviously have, like, a thing about <laughs> gun violence in this country, because this is not just, I mean, the terrorism situation is newer and coming, but gun violence in general, like, in our cities and all over the place, has been an issue for years. Years. And nobody is... Chicago. We can talk about Chicago exactly. all day long. And nobody has thought, like, okay, because it's not, I'm not one of those people that's like, it's just the guns, take the gun, because I believe it's people. Right. And I believe it's a culture that we have built in this country that makes it acceptable and doable and that also is why it's so acceptable and doable to get these guns because of the culture that we have in this country and I think that that should at least be allowed to be studied and try to figure out other mechanisms that we can do from a cultural perspective to maybe change some things but nobody wants to even allow that to happen right. so I'm just like what are y'all really trying to do like I want to know what the bigger plan is to well, block to me, if you're blocking all of this like there has to be a reason it's like, cons- to me it's a, a easy reason it's financial because if you block this honestly I think it's conspiracy theory that if you block this and that means that there's all that money that is made from guns will it's it's somehow internally circulated and they will not have that but financial. nobody is saying there has as far as I'm aware no major proposition has ever been to take away individual guns rights. Right. It's been to limit them. 
and limit certain weapons very specifically. But as far as I'm aware, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know everything. But there has not been a petition to be like, let's get. I mean, there's definitely people I'm sure that are like, please, yeah, there are, the there are petitions the out there. Yeah. But like a legitimate like bill in front of Congress, like trying to go somewhere, has never said like, let's get rid of it for everybody. Right. So I don't understand the fear. It doesn't make any sense. I I want to know what the bigger plan is. NRA and whoever else is behind whatever is going on. Well, they're calling this the worst mass shooting ever, and it's a homegrown terrorism. So they're they're saying that there wasn't any ties into any outside things, which I guess is good. I mean, I don't even know at this point does it matter, but you know, um, but they're saying this is the worst mass and shooting. A lot of people got offended by that, by the way. That which part? By the labeling of the worst mass shooting in the history of this country. Yeah, it they, definitely they were. was not. It was worst. definitely not, probably. Right. And then uh, Obama had a speech today. He went to the memorial yeah. for the victims. And we have a clip here of him just kind of sort of addressing what we're talking about as far as the gun issue and it being a bigger problem. Here we go. Now, this killer may have been different than the mass shooters in Aurora or Newtown. But the instruments of death were so similar. And now another 49 innocent people are dead. Another 53 are injured. Some are still fighting for their lives. Some will have wounds that will last a lifetime. We can't anticipate or catch every single deranged person that may wish to do harm to his neighbors or his friends or his co-workers or strangers. But we can do something about the amount of damage that they do. Unfortunately, our politics have conspired to make it as easy as possible for a terrorist or just a disturbed individual like those in Aurora and Newtown. So that's a little piece of his speech. You can go online um, and get the full full speech that he gave today. But as we were talking about, he's addressing the issue of it being the guns and the access to guns and the easy access to guns. Mm -hmm. And he's been dealing with that battle for a long time. And, you know, until that changes, we're still going to have all these tragedies, you know, and and now with social media and the glorification of everything, it's only going to get worse. Oh, Jesus. I mean, they were just showing a video today um, uh, that I saw right before we left or before I left to come here to the studio about Omar has actually been in a, a documentary. They're saying it was about the BP oil spill and he was a security guard because that was yeah, his that was career, his a security guard. So they were talking about and showing his portion of the video where he's ranting about, you know, Islamic things and just kind of his also his viewpoint about the BP uh, oil spill and just, you know, it's uh, they're saying they're connecting the dots of his mental state, you know, and and who he was as a person. So I think they're trying to figure all that portion out right now. But at the end of the day, like Obama said, yes, we cannot capture every single person who has a ill will plan towards Americans, but we can start with this gun control. Do you guys think that it's an effective use of time and resources to, if it has been determined that he had no like real links other than he probably you know seen ISIS stuff online and whatever and he claimed allegiance to it but he had no like direct links to the other people 
that it is an effective use of time and resources to even keep going after all of this information about him? Because they already sort of have a, uh, I guess, like a personality profile right. of what mm-hmm. these homegrown terrorists, because right. was, he was an American citizen, his parents were from Afghanistan. like So they already sort of have an idea of what that profile looks like, that sort of, if he is legitimately like, I personally don't necessarily fully believe that his motivation was the ISIS terrorism because he was talking about all kind of stuff. He was, he was talking, talking about, about Al-Qaeda, Hezbollah, right. who yeah. are all enemies, so yeah. I don't know that, but... I feel like we, we're channeling a lot into our, in, from the media in terms of time and execution and energy, like placing, like, oh, we found out that he, you know, ranted about this on this and ranted about this. But if we've already determined that he does not have a bigger purpose or plan or connection to anything that's going to lead us to maybe find other people, like, is it effective to keep going through this and listening to this over I, and over I mean, and I wanting think that, to know? Or do we just want to know? I think as, as people and as as we want to know what was his trigger or I'll speak for myself I want to know what his trigger was that made him snap because I feel like he snapped but we never will because we're already being told 800,000 different things so there's lots of options and all that's going to keep happening is cycling him and his life and his everything through our media through our spirits through our energy that's how we do everything using our money that's what media does but I know but I'm saying like is that really are we getting anything are we really gaining anything from that at all I don't know the answer I'm not saying yay or nay I'm just wondering did they do this for every for all the people who who have done to some degree I mean to some degree yeah and I, but I feel like we still get the same information. Like it tends to be a lone person that has had something happen to them, and they've felt separate from society. And like I don't feel like we're getting any new information by no. constantly feeding our communities this stuff. So I mean, and I appreciate a lot of networks were you know focusing on the victims and their lives and, and their what stories. They had done and and, and their that stories. has been great. I ha- I feel like yeah. I have seen that differently this time. That has been better. Even when I went to like um, uh, CNN the other day, literally it wasn't just about the story of Omar Mateen. It was about the victims and yeah. the, sur- the people who survived and who were telling their stories about what actually happened and mm-hmm. and how important you know certain things family was to them yeah. and, and the, the people who helped them through, during their injuries. So And they had a full list of all the victims and you could mm-hmm. click on like a paragraph about them and I, you know that part was great you yeah, know even as sad as it was that part was great because I think people need to see the victim stories for us to relate to it yeah. so that's where my media portion of it being overkill yeah maybe the overkill on him but I think people also just want to get a it's hard for people to accept and understand why people tr- what what makes them do certain things so I think that media obviously exploits that but on the flip side it can be used for a positive because now I do know so many of the stories of the victims and and just you know it, it, a, a, a whole new compassion for what they must have gone through and a fear because now yeah. I'm like I don't want to go to the movies I don't want to go to the mall I don't want to no. you know you got to look over your shoulder everywhere but it, it's it's tragedy all the way It's a sad world. I, I don't remember the world being like this. You know what I mean? Like growing it's up, different. you know, it was, yeah, it, was <laughs> it was like it was safe to go outside and ride your bike. Play in the and, sunshine? Yeah, and get lost and come back. I mean, I got lost, yeah. but yeah. I came back. But you grew up in the South, too, is a little different. I, you right. You know what? People should have a, well, a, 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 a certain, a certain Southern mentality. Yard. You can leave your front yard? 
No. You know why? Because you was probably a bad was, child. I was not. My you dad probably, was. I believe no, Tony. No, my dad was super yeah. mischievous. We were all girls. Yeah. I he agree was with you, Tony. Strict, yeah. And he was like, you no, can you play were, in the front yard, you can play in the backyard, but we couldn't no, go to the neighborhood were, and hang out with the other your, kids. Your daddy knew you. Your daddy said she probably gonna grow up to be fast. I'm gonna keep my eye on her. <laughs> That's racist and it's sexist. Why does it gotta be racist? Because you know how they like jump to fast when they talking about the black girls all the time. That was another story. No, you say no. No, you say fast about anybody. Whether they white, black, Mexican, red, blue, black. If she looked like she was gonna be a fast ass then we called it just as that you a fast ass I was a tall boy so I that doesn't even apply alright well you say that now well, you know what I wanna I think we should call Courtney's family and find out what she was exactly like they would if any of your family is listening please text on me on next week's show we gonna have Courtney's family we gonna, we gonna do a Courtney bio on Courtney's life ponytail for like five weeks and my I mom finally yelled at me pictures. and was like snapped that thing out of your hair anyway <laughs> That's I was hilarious. not one of those girls well, we have some great controversial subjects today, know. and it, you know, if obviously this story that happened with Orlando is going to be continuing for a while, yes. and continuous updates. I'm sure there's updates right now, even. Yes. So, uh, thanks everybody for tuning in, Thank Courtney. You. Where can fans find you? You can find me everywhere at Stuart Starlet. Tony, where can fans find you? You guys can find me on all social media platforms at Lounging with Tony or my website LoungingWithTony.com. And you can find me at Daryl Kristen on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, all of that fun stuff. Thanks for. Tuning in to Black Hollywood Live this week, and we will see you next week. And be sure to watch Spartan on NBC Monday nights. Peace. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at BlackHollywoodLive.com. Like us on Facebook. Tweet us or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.